0: Hello dear listener, thank you for tuning in to this episode. My name is Darren and this is Movies and Rants. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movies and Rants. Joining hello, me today, hello. Mr. Tan Sohao.
1: I am Sohao. Yes, good to be yeah. back again.
0: Today, we are discussing The Grey Man, Netflix's latest blockbuster movie starring Ryan Reynolds and Chris Evans. <laughs> Ryan directed Reynolds? by. Say, oh, sorry, Ryan <laughs> Gosling. They're both Canadian and they're both named Ryan. Yeah, it's that, easy to mix them up.
1: And that's actually. I actually had the thought when I was watching. This movie the whole time Chris Evans part I mean we can talk about it later but I was like "Mm, this guy is kind of trying to project Ryan Reynolds so I I thought you were going that (laughs) direction
0: yeah sorry Ryan Gosling, uh, Chris Evans Anna De Armas and directed by the Russo brothers who if you don't know who they are they directed Avengers Endgame Avengers Infinity War Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. Yes, yeah, so I they're didn't know that that was, they know
1: basically they the <laughs> Yeah.
0: They're they're basically the directors who did some of the best movies the MCU's ever produced. Mm-hmm. And this is their latest movie. In the beginning we'll just give a, a brief summary of our thoughts for those people who haven't watched the movie, so mm-hmm. non spoiler thoughts. And I think it's safe for me to speak on behalf of you, Sir when I sure. say that the Grey Man is it's a movie it definitely is a movie
1: undoubtedly it's (laughs) for me at least for my money i gotta say that this is one of my watched movies of 2022
0: yes of all the movies that have come out this year of the past 10 years of all the movies that have come out on netflix this is definitely one of the movies that (laughs) netflix made and that pretty much sums up my thought it's not a good movie yeah. Nothing stands out from the movie. Nothing's st- not. I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's just very, very generic and very mm-hmm. cliched and very mediocre.
1: Yeah, right. I totally agree.
0: I mean, look at the story. This, or right, if you don't know what the Gray Man is about, basically Ryan Gosling. All right, got that right. Got that right, right. this time. <laughs> Ryan Gosling plays Sierra Six, a part. What? Co- what? Yeah, he's basically he basically plays a covert operative who works for the CIA. And he went to jail and the CIA thought, hey, you know, let's have let's run a program or we recruit prisoners and train them and make them work for us and, and, you know, pull off the dirty work that we can't publicly do. And then he discovers something about his, about the CIA that makes them hunt him down and he has to run away. And he's hunted by Chris Evans.
1: Yeah. It's, that, that, it's, that, that's basically the movie. It's it's like one of the plots where like if you if you train the neural network to generate like action movie plots this is probably the plot that would that would just come out if you just like fed it a bunch of generic inputs the
0: the plot of this movie and the script of this movie feels like if you told an AI to write a spy movie and you just fed it oh gotta
1: have uh, have CIA in there gotta have gotta have some spy shit in there
0: and I mean the, the 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 Netflix marketed this movie uh basically off the premise that it's a a face off between Chris Evans' character and Ryan Gosling's character. And to be honest, it really isn't. I mean they are uh I mean Chris Evans is the antagonist, Ryan Gosling is the protagonist, and they d- technically are against each other as in Ryan Gosling is running away and Chris Evans is hunting him down, but they don't really interact that much. I mean, in the middle of the movie, they do have a brief, brief skirmish, and then they have the big finale towards the end where they have a big fight, and that's pretty much it. That's yeah. the movie. The action scenes, they're fine. I mean, I can see why the the movie cost two hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing half of that went to the actor salaries.
1: I I have to think that as well. Like. I mean, for me, the main pull factor was that you look at these this ensemble cast, right, and then yeah. it's like, okay, most of the money is probably going to even getting these guys on. Yeah, a on quarter
0: carry. of the budget went probably went to the Russo brothers. Yeah, you know, I mean, they did direct the biggest movie of all time, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it was not spent on this movie. And don't get me wrong, the action set pieces are quite nice. The, yeah. the set, I mean, you can see that. They did shoot on location. The sets are very well done. You can tell that the set decorators did a good job. But unfortunately, for me at least, all the action scenes were let down by the subpar editing. The editing, I, I thought the editing in this movie is just bad. It's just, it doesn't showcase the action effectively. But partly, probably because it's hiding all the stunt doubles that they used. From what I heard, uh, for the entire tram scene, uh, most of it was done by a stunt double. Right. Even Anna de Armas, who... She's going to be in a John Wick uh, off uh, but she was in James Bond. Mm-hmm. Even her fight scenes in this movie, I felt, were clearly done by a stunt double instead of her.
1: I I To add on to that, I... Perhaps don't necessarily... Didn't necessarily think that, oh, this editing is just straight up bad when I was watching any of the action scenes. I thought... In particular, the plane and the tram scene were quite nice to see. I mean, I ha- I do have some quibbles about you know those action sequences, particularly in certain parts that lead up to that train that tram scene. But right. I think the part which really stuck out to me like a st- sore thumb was that that opening scene where Ana de Armas like, starts like fight a bunch of people, and to I- me I didn't even that remember
0: point, that I didn't even remember her fighting a bunch of people in the beginning. Right. When, I, when, did, when did she do it again? Oh, in, in, in oh, oh, right, 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 show. right, right. The opening yeah. scene where he, yeah. he and hunts down another it agent. It was so
1: jarring the way that they, like, cut between, like, a lot of different shots. Ang- yeah, and, and
0: angles, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's, like, the exact opposite of what makes, like, a movie like John Wick, I think, really nice. Like, and very fluid. Like, the sequences are very, very coherent. Yeah. Where you can actually one? see
0: the action, right? You can yeah. actually see the action. You can actually see that it's Keanu Reeves doing the action. And this movie is the opposite of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, to to the credit of the movie, like, you know, I, I thought the visuals were were nice enough, you know, like explosions and stuff. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, mean was...
0: I agree, but at the same time, they wouldn't stand out. You know, yeah, I, like, I, I if c- someone asked me, oh my gosh, you know, how was the cinematography? You know, how how was did, did, does the movie look good? And I would tell them, well... Uh, you can tell that it's an expensive movie, yeah,
1: but I, that's probably the. Best uh,
0: movie. I wouldn't say it looks particularly good. There yeah, is yeah. no particular style, and I will get to it into the spoiler review because there is the Russo brothers have commented regarding style oh, okay. and authorship, which for me makes sense of why they've made such great MCU movies, but haven't really achieved much since they left the MCU. So. I think that's a good segue to start discussing the spoilers of this movie. So let me start off with my theory. You know, the Russo brothers, they've directed some of the biggest movies. uh, Some of the best movies I think the MCU has ever done. You know, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Infinity War. They're up there when you think of the MCU movies. However, I think the reason that their movies do so well in the MCU is also, I feel, a reason that uh, their movies outside of the MCU don't perform well. And it's, it basically comes down to this. So, recently, uh, to promote The Grey Man, the Rizzo brothers did an interview. One of these questions was basically about the auteur theory. So, for those of you who don't know what auteur theory is, it basically means that um, any film ca- that comes out from a director should, uh, uh, should stylistically seem, or stylistically, toned, tonally, thematically. Be obvious that it comes from that particular director. I think uh, a director like you know, for example, Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. I don't think Michael Bay is the greatest director, uh, you know, in of cinema. I'm not sure
1: if anyone has an opinion, <laughs> but. <laughs>
0: but I think I do think if you uh, if you conform to what the author theory says, he is an author because a Michael Bay film does feel like a Michael Bay film. It, you know, it has the typical American imagery, right. uh, action scenes like. Panning, tracking, three sixty tracking shots of act, slow mo action, which I think are quite iconic shots that uh, that you know people would uh, th- think of when they or, or see when they watch any Michael Bay film. Another uh, author would probably be Christopher Nolan. You know his uh, all his movies that deal with time and the and even the way his movies look and the way his movies are edited. You can kind of feel tell when a movie is you know has been done by christopher nolan mm-hmm. uh, another director would probably be damien chazelle you know who did right. uh, whiplash and la la land and uh, the lance armstrong biopic with ryan gosling you know there's right. a little connection there and you know his movies they all deal with uh the uh, pers- uh, uh an individual or individuals pursuing their dreams you know and and the cost of achieving that dream so you know, I would consider all these authors and, and and you know, when they were when the Russo brothers were asked about the, the author theory, the they basically rejected the author theory. They said they don't believe in the author theory, which isn't wrong because the author theory is just a theory of cinema. And the reason they gave uh, for not they said that they don't consider themselves authors and they don't believe in the author theory is because they say that it uh, discounts the the work that other people put into the movie right the rest of the cast the rest of the crew because the author theory basically Mm. says that the uh, movies is the director's singular vision and nobody and he has total control and he has the total vision of the movie and it kind of discounts the work that other people put into it which you know that's a long i think that's i i don't agree with what they say i think uh uh, I, but I do think that's a discussion yeah. that I can think it's have an fun another time. Yeah.
1: Topic like yeah. that that can be true, but it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, it just
0: depends on how you view it, right? Yeah. But what I find interesting is that they don't conform to the author theory in the set because they say that you know they don't have a particular style; they conform their style to whatever the is necessary for the movie which i think which is i think is one of the reasons that's, that yeah. they work so well in the MCU because the MCU in a way the MCU isn't uh isn't a movie franchise the MCU is actually a television series that that's made for the, for cinemas you know for example you know in for movies the director is the one that has final say but for television it's the showrunner who has final say and most directors in television uh, have to conform to the particular style of the television show they're directing. You know, for example, a show like Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones, uh, you know, each episode will probably have different directors because they are shooting all these shows at the same time. And so a director can't have too much of their own particular style in a show because they still have to conform to the identity and brand of the show. And I think that's one of the reasons the Russo brothers uh, work so well in the MCU because they up op- they conform their style, or so-called their non-existent style, to to the MCU and what the MC- and what the movie stage director need needed. So and also they have a very ex- they're very experienced in uh television. You know they shot they shot a lot of uh, episodes of Community and other co- co- other comedy shows as well. So. In that sense, I think it makes sense of why, why uh, their starless style works for them. But when it comes to their own original movies, such as The Grey Man, I think that's when not having a style falls apart. Because when you don't have a style and you're making an original movie, what do you conform your style to? And in that sense, I feel they've conformed their style to... uh. Every act- spy thriller action movie that's come out in the last twenty years, mm-hmm. and the result of that, and is, you get the Gray Man, which very cookie cutter, very stuff. cookie cutter, does not have a particular style, feels very generic, feels very cliched, and I think that's the reason that, you know, uh, that lack of style is actually a huge contribution to why the Gray Man feels the way it does. Uh, i don't know like so how like i've said my theory do you, right. like, what do you think
1: so i think that's a pretty interesting perspective i never thought about it that way and maybe maybe it was consigned to the recesses of my mind when i first saw like details about this movie i guess i was just i just have a probably an unhealthy attraction to ryan gosling so everything else kind of didn't even register for me. I, I
0: then you're probably, going to love the new Barbie movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
1: I'm super pumped for it, actually. But I, I forgot that the Russo... Either forgot or didn't. It didn't pop into my mind when I saw Ryan Gosling on the poster there or on, on on the announcement there that the Russo brothers were about to direct this thing. Okay, I mean, I saw Chris Evans there. Anna de Armas, I totally forgot about her too. But, um... I, I, uh, I mean, I just found out a few minutes ago that this was directed by the Russo brothers and I think what you said about the Russo brothers having this chameleonic kind of way of making movies I guess it yeah it definitely doesn't do. uh, I, mean, I mean
0: it doesn't mean that their approach is wrong because you know it, it, it's a creative medium after all. everybody has yeah, different pro- approaches yeah. to how they uh, you know make films and the Russo brothers just uh, follow this particular style of filmmaking
1: right yeah, I honestly don't have too much comment about the genesis, so to speak, of why this movie is so generic. But from a layperson's perspective, what what you said makes total sense to me. I guess what I do have more strong opinions about is the actual my actual opinions of that movie.
0: Yeah, like tell me how- about it. Tell tell me what do you think about the gray Man? I tell me about how you know the the the, how generic the plot is and how (laughs) most of it doesn't really make sense and how the gray man himself is actually a really boring protagonist who right you know i was
1: so i guess to put it into perspective i sort of had i mean i had my expectations a little bit dampened already by when i saw i mean like okay like when i actually read the plot of the movie like oh this CIA operative has found out some damning secret about the organisation that he works with and now he's being hunted down by Chris Evans. I was like okay, this is some of the most generic shit ever. I don't know if Ryan Gosling can save this. (laughs) But, and spoiler alert, he didn't really manage to do it. But I did see some of, I mean to the movie's credit I guess they did capitalise on some of what I believe are Ryan Gosling's sort of like key a stand like i mean his his unique snark i guess they yeah i, to I put, mean i
0: agree i think ryan gosling did i think all the actors to be honest did the best uh with what they could of the uh, material yeah, they were given. yeah
1: yeah and i mean <laughs> i i did chuckle here and there when ryan gosling you know comes up with his like snarky quips and whatever um but yeah i mean in terms of the action I'll, i mean okay there's there's not really much to say that's really good about this movie, to be to be quite honest. In fact, if you had to ask me, I don't know if this movie should exist. Like okay, like like I said, it's just a movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like <laughs> I know there Maybe maybe it's because I, I already have such a high opinion of like Ryan Gosling and so far I haven't watched all of his movies, but every single movie I've watched so far with Ryan Gosling in it, I admire in some way. Like, the big short, like, the nice yeah, guys, yeah. the, yeah. Uh, obviously, La La Land, cyber, wait, not, <laughs> I always, I always say cyberpunk when I mean Blade, Blade Runner. Runner, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Run- <laughs> yeah, Blade Runner, like, 2042. Like, okay, I mean, in that one, he was more of a silent protagonist, but still, like, every, and, and also has another armors notably in it, so I thought it was a nice reunion for that. I, I, when I saw them both on screen, I was like, oh, could this be, like, you know, where we see them together again make something nice but unfortunately that didn't really happen in fact I think Anna the Armas' character didn't re- I mean she was just there like yeah real. she was just there she, because she you know you there. can't just
0: have two male protagonists right yeah, you're to have right. one female exactly. one female protagonist and we have Jessica Henwick playing the female antagonist together yeah. with, I can't remember pronounce, the guy from Bridgerton <laughs> the guy from the first season of Bridgerton <laughs> I plays don't in the
1: credits roll for that movie for this movie but but yeah I mean her name was probably just there to get people to watch the movie it, and I'm pretty sure it worked I mean come on it's another but to be honest they didn't really do much with her character and
0: they, they didn't do much with anybody's character the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. the character with the most uh, I would say personality was Chris Evans' character and for, for that character I felt that they went way over the top. His character, his character felt like a to- he like he belonged in a totally different movie.
1: I, I know. I okay. So well, maybe 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 it's just because of my unhealthy attraction to Ryan Gosling, but I did feel like Ryan Gosling did have some personality to him. You know, in the in the movie, you could see that the kind of character that he that he was or okay yeah I agree
0: I, I agree but um, his the, the his character's personality does fit with uh, the yeah, character he's portraying right, right?
1: but uh, to your point it's probably completely overshadowed by the sheer like superfluousness of <laughs> Chris Evans' character like like I said at the beginning I was like this guy's trying my first thought was like this guy's trying to be Ryan Reynolds but it and and to his credit okay he didn't exactly like fall flat in trying to deliver that performance maybe that's not the exact right way to put it but i was just getting like like pseudo ryan reynolds vibes from from him like being this very frenetic interesting I,
0: i i don't think i got ryan reynolds vibes from him because i think ryan reynolds uh you know no matter what role he plays no matter how bad he tries to portray himself he does there is a sense of niceness that always shines through with every performance totally
1: unhinged psychopathic right completely amor not amoral immoral i guess ryan reynolds yeah but and okay like looking back like after i watched the movie i was like mm, did chris evans do a bad job at that i can't say no but what i can say yes to is did I dislike his character? And I really, really did not like that character. You, you, mean,
0: you mean in the sense that you, uh, as an antagonist, you're supposed to root against his character or in the sense that you just thought That's he was a thing. terrible character?
1: That's the thing. So maybe it's just my personal preference, but I mean, of course, any good antagonist... Okay, maybe I, should, I shouldn't say something as lofty as that because I'm, I'm definitely no expert. But I mean, some, some good antagonists like you can clearly maybe it's like two categories where one in one category a good antagonist will make you just really hate this guy and think he or she or they are the worst person ever but you still recognize that character as a well-written character or maybe it's an antagonist which has dubious morals but you yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah,
0: Chris Evans' character, Chris Evans' character, was a caricature. He wasn't a, yeah, a character. Yeah, it was
1: just so out of. It, for me, it was just so out of the realm of what could be considered as like <laughs> a proper character in any way. And I get it, you know, he's supposed to be a psychopath, but to me. The, I, yeah
0: the, he, he doesn't feel like a psychopath he's he feels like a psychopath that was written by somebody who thinks th- <laughs> this is how <laughs> maybe psychopaths that's the good, yeah
1: maybe that's the best way to put it it's he's just like a caricature of a psychopath like you get the idea of what a psychopath could be like like may, maybe to my mind like oh you think of a good psychopath like okay like he legit did such an amazing performance as joker but that's to, maybe just a different flavor of psychopathy Whereas when you look at Chris Reynolds's version Chris Reynolds. You got me you got me all mixed up, man. Chris Evans version of a psychopath. Like to me it's just so it, I just I just can't help I mean I just can't suspend my be- disbelief I guess for long enough to think that this is an actual guy. I mean I, I mean I mean I because
0: he's so dumb <laughs> yeah. In the sense that because he himself you know, they build I mean, they, they build up I think they build up Ryan Gosling's character well In the sense that They build him up uh, As a character who's very impressive Who's, you know The best mm-hmm. agent the CIA is ever yeah. employed Methodical. And they show that They show that in the movie He takes people out effortlessly He doesn't yeah. even think twice he, he doesn't even move for... a face He doesn't even move a face muscle Whenever he takes people out <laughs> yeah. And they build Chris Evans' character In the sense that he's a lunatic You know, Who does whatever it takes To get the mission done and you know He doesn't really work For the CIA He, he works in the private sector <laughs> And They don't show that He's an idiot In this movie You know There's a scene Where he basically Bombards the entirety Of Prague uh, uh, With Five Five Cars Of armed mercenaries all trying to take out Ryan Gosling. Oh my god. Who's, chained, who's chained to a bench. And <laughs> yeah. they have rocket launchers blowing up police cars. I know. And for that's... some reason they can't kill Ryan Gosling. Who's, who can't move. His, he move know, him, he's he's in the town oh centre. I
1: just... I think that's a... I, I, don't, I don't know if that's a good segue. But I think... it's Good good as any other. To talk about my second major... like, quiver The first one being... You know, the performance of Chris Evans. Which maybe it's not a not a jab at his performance rather just the character itself i don't know maybe maybe he just overacted the role that he was given or, or maybe that role was the, just designed that way but i didn't my personal opinion was that i didn't like it but the second major one was that in terms of the action yes some of it was quite visually impressive i guess but it was really for me dampened by the by my inability to just make sense of how <laughs> something like that could even happen like I guess the biggest, the biggest egregious offence, the most egregious offence in, in that regard is probably that scene where Ryan Gosling is handcuffed to that bench.
0: I, I mean, and- the movie even references itself. At one point, Chris Evans actually yells into the radio out of walkie-talkie right. yeah right he says how difficult is it to shoot someone who's chained to a bench right and, and my thought is exactly you're using rocket launchers to blow up police cars why don't someone why doesn't exactly. someone just aim a exactly. rocket launcher at and, the bench
1: and to make it even worse they they used that exact same tactic to light up an apartment building with all of these explosives just like minutes before probably and then they totally forgot about how they could totally do that to a guy who's exposed on like all four corners handcuffed to a bench so for me it was i think that was just a bit too much of a leap for my like cognitive yeah. part of my
0: brain I, I, I mean and, and to, to further emphasize that how dumb Chris Evans' character is so throughout the movie right he's at odds with Jessica Jessica Henwick's character who doesn't agree uh, with hiring him because she thinks he's a loose cannon and uncontrollable and he does prove that by destroying half of Prague <laughs> and after uh, un- destroying half of Prague and unsuccessfully uh, ca- capturing Ryan Gosling uh, Jessica Henwick berates Chris Evans, right? And suddenly, out of nowhere, you hear the walkie-talkie crackle, and another voice comes through the line, and it's this character who's played by an Indian actor <laughs> called the Lone Wolf. Yeah, and he says, "Oh, I'm tracking him. I'm in pursuit." And Chris Evans smirks at Jessica Henwick, and because uh, she she basically berates him, saying. No one, you know, this is such a catastrophic failure of a covert op. This will be used as an example in CIA school of what not to do in a covert op. And after the lone wolf uh, sends his uh, message to the walkie-talkie saying he's still tracking Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans smirks and turns to her and and says, What I do can't be taught in schools. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it's still a failure. You you, you just well, unleashed five, I mean, tr- you just lost five trucks of mercenaries and you blew up half a Prague and you still didn't get the target. And just because one guy is still tracking him, that doesn't, that does not make it any better, dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, for, I guess, I mean, okay. I, I get it. They were like trying to work in that quip, which was, you know, it's a, it's an okay quip, I guess to me. I don't, like, I guess the point he's trying to make is that I'm... So, oh, look, I'm so... I mean, and that's the... And that's how they're building the character, right? This guy is a loose cannon or maybe like a loose inter-ballistic missile or whatever. <laughs> the,
0: I, I, I mean, they, they uh, build him up in the sense that they, he's supposed to be as talented as Ryan Gosling, right? Yeah. And, and But more deadly because he doesn't play he's by so, the rules. Yeah, and
1: he's so unorthodox. So I guess that's and, the point I And we don't see rival. that.
0: Like, sure, we, once in a while when he does tussle with Ryan Gosling, uh, you know, if you do see that he is as skilled of a fighter as Gosling is, but his only plan of how to track Ryan Gosling's character is to just throw money at it. Just throw yeah, money yeah. at people. Just go, oh, I'm gonna put out a bounty on his head and someone will spot him and someone will report back to me. And that's all he does. Like there's nothing smart about that all dude. Right. Anybody could have done that. Anybody could have put a you know thrown money at put a huge bounty on his head and got every every assassin in the world to go after him, that's not exactly a smart plan.
1: Right. And also outside of that, like how, like where's he even like getting, like just logistically speaking, like there's just so many questions which are left like unanswered. Like why, there's so many irrational decisions which are taken by various characters which for me just puts a whole dampener on like how good the action could have been and even even taking that out of like the equation, like at best that those action sequences would have been just decent, probably. But for me, like the whole lack of like cognition i guess like what i was not I, able I, to I, make I, sense of, of. i mean the, they do
0: the try actual... to build up the emotional aspect of the movie they do try to build up a uh, a connection right, between right. ryan gosling and his uh, uh billy bob taunton's niece yeah
1: yeah
0: which i felt i thought it just fell so flat I, you yeah, know? I mean, they, which is they, actually
1: they, my third like okay
0: okay go <laughs> on you go on you you go <laughs> in and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll punch in once in a while
1: well okay i mean there's really not much to say about that I think it's really just in terms of I don't know when you think about like good action movies which try to put emotional weight behind like their characters and like the struggles which they're going through and the connections which they have between each other like I guess I I don't know I'm, I'm not an expert but the way that in this movie that they tried to sell us this connection I just felt didn't really work because well number 1 i think at certain points it just went a mile a minute like 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 how am i supposed to care about any of this when it's just going by so quickly and number 2 i think the way that they intersperse like those like you no know, flashbacks or whatever just...
0: Well, well well they do have one flashback scene and that one flashback scene is very very jarring and comes out of nowhere because out suddenly it yeah. suddenly fla- it flashes back to two years in the past where Billy Bob Thornton's niece, who by the way has a pacemaker, so you so so which makes so you feel bad for her, right? Yeah. Because she has a pacemaker. And yeah. Ryan Gossing's character is tasked with watching watching over her while Billy Bob Thornton is away on a case. And during that period, she gets, I don't know, something goes wrong with the pacemaker, I guess. Yeah. And he rushes her to the hospital and things are fixed. No problem. Brings her back home. And the assassin tries to kill her. He beats the assassin say, and tells her, oh, it's you know, don't worry. Thursday. It's Whatever. just another Thursday night. <laughs> Boom! Character connection. Yeah. Suddenly, Suddenly, she's like he's the only other family that she has aside from her uncle. And... And and to, to be honest, right? The, the only reason the plot moves forward is because of the niece. Because Ryan Gosling's character is so good at his job that he doesn't I mean he doesn't even have a file. He doesn't even have an identity. And the only way Chris Evans can actually draw him out into the light is by first capturing Billy Bob Taunton, then capturing Billy Bob Taunton's niece and Ryan Gosling goes well I'm a good guy I gotta save the niece so and that's the only reason he comes out from the woodwork if the niece didn't exist if Billy Bob Thornton didn't exist Ryan Ryan Gosling <laughs> would have would, would have never come out would have never come out from hiding he just disappeared forever
1: right think of the emotional weight of that as a as a like what teenage girl like how many innocent lives have been lost because of your existence that would and
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean and and when you talk about character development, like sure, I think good action movies have good action, but what what makes them memorable are the characters and the character development they go through, right? Tell me, if you've watched this movie, what character development did Ryan Gosling's character go through? What character development did Chris Evans' character go through? Zero, they are the exact same characters they, they were from, from the start of the movie to the end of the movie. It, the only difference is that Ryan Gosling's character in the beginning of, in the start of the movie... Is part of the CIA. At the end of it, uh, he is still part of the CIA. It's just, it's just that he escaped. Right. He escapes the CIA and saves the saves the niece, and now he has a little girl with him. That's the only difference. His character did not go through any development. You know, they tried to have some sort of flashback where you know he 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 killed his dad, you know, to protect his to protect his, yeah. to protect, protect him and his brother from abuse, but nothing comes from that. They they use that as a reason that he goes to jail, and there's even flashbacks of the dad beating the younger brother, drowning him. Oh, sorry, trust. drowning the younger brother. I
1: mean, I think he was the one being drowned, but but yeah, he was getting like, yeah. beaten up. Or, yeah, or
0: and that's it. That, they they use that as a reason. Oh, so he's not a total bad guy because he went to jail for the right reasons, but there's no payoff to that. You know, there's no, you know. Uh, like, uh, I I mean, you know, like yeah. if you if you can show that, show show some some reason of like how show how that plays into his conflict and to his character, and it doesn't. None none of it. The Chris Evans character in the beginning, you say, oh, he's an asshole. At the end of it, he's an asshole. He's just an a dead asshole. <laughs> and for some reason, him and Jessica Henwick and uh, Renee Jane Page, I think is how you pronounce his name. John. Jean- First, Jean- Renee whatever. John Page. Jean- the <laughs> only reason they know each other is because. They went to Harvard together, so I guess the real bad guy of this movie is Harvard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just and, and again, like that's how they go, like a mile a minute, right? Like these tiny expositional like points, which which just pop out of nowhere. Like we're supposed to, like, oh okay, that's what actually happened, you know? I don't know. It just felt very very jarring.
0: Yeah, and and they obviously and the worst I think the worst thing uh, original movies can do is set up for a sequel that without resolving anything in this movie so the whole re- so in this movie they hint throughout that uh, uh, I can't remember Renee John Page and Jessica Henwick they work for a guy called the old man and they're overthrowing they're overthrowing the old uh, CIA leadership you know and taking over from the inside and using the CIA as their own personal hit squad why they're doing it Nobody knows. Who's the old man? Nobody knows. At the end of the movie, we still don't know. And the bad guys don't suffer any repercussions at all. The only person who does suffer a repercussion is Chris Evans, who gets killed by Jessica Henwick. So there's someone to blame for the entire mess this uh, mission has become. And they're obviously setting setting up a sequel. Uh and the sequel has been confirmed in the, the gray man 2 with ryan gosling is coming oh,
1: okay all right
0: uh not sure i'll be watching that movie because i don't think I will to be, be honest i don't care who the old man is i don't care why they're doing it i don't even care the antagonists are the weakest part of this movie there is literally nothing interesting about them they spend most of the movie aside from Chris Evans they spend most of the movie just sitting in a room to, uh, looking at things on the sc- things happening on the screen that's what they do for most of the movie
1: All right well yeah. well they do have they do have that you know Tamil anti-hero sort of guy who who wants what doesn't use guns apparently or whatever yeah so so he, so, so, no these pe-
0: so Chris Evans is obviously like a piece of crap and he goes, no worries, you know, I will take down Ryan Gosling and and the armors for you. No problem. And he does it, he gets the, you know, the keychain that holds the USB drive.
1: Which they destroy in the end anyway, so like, why yeah. even bother transporting it everywhere, you know? Yeah,
0: and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, he brings it to Chris Evans and Chris Evans uh, tells him, oh, we have a little girl who we are going to kill. And the Indian man goes, what? You're killing oh, yeah. a little girl? Oh my gosh. You know, that is so dishonorable. Yeah. And Chris Evans goes, well, don't pay him. I'm not paying you anymore. And he just leaves. And then, uh, Anna de Amas blows the room up and the guy wakes up and fights her and almost kills her. And he almost gets killed. And at the end, he sees it, oh my gosh, it, it's a woman. Uh, and he just throws the keychain back to her and says that, these people are not honorable and he just leaves. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't just done that from the start. Why do you go through the entire fight scene and almost die just to say that just to give her the necklace and say that one line? Why? I don't even know who you are. Why are you even in this movie?
1: Well, I mean, okay, as far as, you know, melee combat goes, that cable thing was alright. Maybe they just wanted to shoehorn in the hard work that their fight choreographers came up with, you know, they had to put it somewhere. So they had to just. Get but, to
0: but it but in the other action scenes, why are you? Why do you need that particular? Ninety percent of this movie is action anyway. It did the, the entire script or the entire plot of this movie feels as if they thought of several cool action scenes. Like you know, oh, what if we ha- if we how had we, Ryan we Gosling? <laughs> yeah, what if we had Ryan Gosling uh, fighting in a plane and the plane breaks apart and he falls out of the plane and he fights a guy while falling down midair and gets a parachute. Oh, what what if he. We have a fight scene in uh in the center of Prague, and 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 Ryan Gossing's character gets on the on the tram, and then they have a giant fight scene on the tram with a uh, a race car driven by Anna de Armas Oh, you know another fight scene in a in a maze at the end, uh, and there's all these fight scenes and all these set pieces, and it kind of feels like they come up came up with all the set pieces first before they thought, okay, so what's our movie? What's our movie like? Oh well, I guess we have all these different action scenes you can just write around write right, the movie around these action scenes so it kind of feels like the characters are just moving from one action scene to the next and that's basically what this movie is
1: yeah I think I think well put that's it's uh, for me again to just reiterate I think I don't know I uh, this is a movie okay maybe some people say it's just very very mid very decidedly average for me I guess I was just a little bit sore because this is the first movie with Ryan Gosling in it which I've watched which I did not really enjoy so for me that's, that's just gonna be a sp- it puts it in a special tier where it just kind of kind of I don't know just Santa Claus isn't real now you know that kind of feeling uh, well God. okay let, let, let's
0: let's <laughs> just let's just give a final thought um, so how you know okay. if someone hasn't watched this movie would you recommend it to them and uh, saying that would you watch the gray Man 2 now that you know it's coming out?
1: Well the answer to both of those questions is no but I mean okay I can see if why someone who just really likes explosions I guess might like it but I don't know I <laughs> I was raised in a family where if something nonsensical happens on screen <laughs> they my parents would go like well, that's so stupid why? How is that even happening? Why are they making this decision? How how is this even like? It's just so dumb. So I don't think I'm that bad, but this movie kind of really just I don't know. It was really hard for me to salvage <laughs> the, any I, sense. I, of, I agree. Of action.
0: There is nothing stand out from this movie, uh, and there's to be honest, there's nothing too terrible about this movie that that makes it bad. But I think that's a worse sin because the only uh, sin that uh, the only worst sin a movie can commit aside from being a bad movie is being uh, Just uh, completely uh, forgettable. a f- completely forgettable movie, a completely generic movie. And that's what The Grey Man is, which I think is the biggest sin a movie or any piece of entertainment content can be, which is forgettable. <laughs> well,
1: uh, maybe, maybe that's debatable but okay I can see your point okay.
0: and for would I recommend anybody to watch this movie well let, let me put it this way if you're a fan of Anna de Armas or Chris Evans or Ryan Gosling or Russo Brothers then don't watch this movie because <laughs> it will completely sour your opinion uh, up towards any movies that studies Actors or big uh, well, or movies that are directed by the Russo brothers, but you know, if you desire a decent uh, movie to watch in the background while you do your laundry, or you do your sure. or, or you do your homework, or you know uh, anything, then sure, put the Grey Man on because you know at least there are you can you can, uh uh, I would say you can uh break break focus from whatever you're doing. And what look look and what look at the screen when you know something it's interesting very, happens on the screen and 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 when it goes noise. back to being another boring generic scene, you can just go back to whatever you were doing. So, in that sense, if if you are if if that's a scenario that you find yourself in, then sure, put the grey man on.
1: Yep. Uh, well, I'm still hyped for Barbie. You know, I I really want. I to- agree. <laughs> I, uh,
0: you know, it's being directed. It's it, it's it's being directed by Greta Gerwig, you know, who did Little Women, who did uh, Lady Bird. Okay, uh, I'm gonna
1: with you. I don't know any of those names. Okay, or- okay, they 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 were, <laughs> they were quite
0: small <laughs> movies. Uh, but both did uh star Ronan. Um, and uh, I I think if I'm not wrong, the script was written by her and uh, Noah Baumbach, who did. Uh, marriage story for netflix and they are both academy award level directors and writers and Mm -hmm. you know the fact that margot robbie and ryan gosling attached themselves to this movie makes me believe that there is something about this barbie movie that you know makes it truly unique you know and and I, and you heard it here first, I believe that Barbie will be nominated at next year's... Oh, is it coming next This year? I think it's coming next year. Well, whatever year it comes out in, it will be nominated for uh, the Oscars for that year. Okay. Best Picture. Top 10 of the year. You, hear, you heard, it here, first? You heard right. it here first. Barbie is going to be an Oscar nominee with... Uh, yeah, I don't, th- I, I don't think there'll be uh, best actor norms for uh, Margot Robbie or, or Ryan Gosling, but best picture, maybe even best screenplay, you heard it here first, mm. Barbie, the movie.
1: And and they also actually threw in like a quick, I don't know if it was intended, but there was a homage to like. I Ryan I don't think it was Gosling. intended because
0: I think they finished shooting this movie before he even started filming Barbie, Wow. so it, it was probably just a weird coincidence. <laughs>
1: Okay, if you watch the movie, guys, then you know what part we're talking about when you see it.
0: Okay. It's so, a Viet reference. That's it from us for today. Thank you for listening to us rant about The Grey Man. Did you watch it? What do you think about it? Probably not much. You probably don't even remember watching the movie, but if you did, just, you know, message us uh, and tell us what you thought about the movie. Uh, so how, where can people find you on Instagram?
1: Yeah, you can find me at t.h.tangent.
0: Uh, You can find the podcast on MoviesRants.podcast on Instagram. Or you can message me personally at R-A-R-D-E-W-C-H-E-N. Thank you so much for listening to us. And see you guys next week.
1: Ciao.